You all um, begin in a sprawling port city on the northwest coast of Kijani, known as Dar El Bida. Uh, regularly referred to as Dar El, D-A-R hyphen E-L. It's a nexus of trade between the Haldorans, the Litvian Empire, and the Keshians, right? Mm-hmm. They're all, those three nations use the place as kind of like a go-between for all their sort of economic interactions and stuff, and so the, it is, because of that, a place of extreme wealth. Mm-hmm. It's because of the wealth and the fact that the, the, the buildings are traditionally decorated with a kind of a, a bluish sort of aesthetic, you know, painting and, and scaling and stuff like tiling. Um, that they call it the City of Sapphires. Mm. Now, to compare this, Starel is like, you can compare it to Casablanca, for, in- for instance. Uh, you can compare it to Monaco, would be an, a good example. Let's, mm-hmm. You know, sort of mash all that stuff together, right? Um, and during the Great War, it was one of the few Kijani city-states, right, in, in the Free Nations, or what would become the Free Nations, um, to remain neutral to both sides. Hmm. So they got a lot of money, like profiteering off of the war and everything like that, and selling to both sides, and, you know. Um, but in the process, that made Darrell uh, a place of, like, Spies and industrial espionage, assassinations, double dealings, triple dealings, mm. that sort of thing. Now, you know, today in 1280 FK, if I remember correctly, um, Darrell has a reputation for being a place where you can buy anything as long as you have the right, you have the money. Um, it's a place of danger and intrigue. It's an exotic city that's all about wealth and danger in equal measure. And it's divided up into eight main districts. And depending on what district you're in, uh, the place could look, you know, well-policed and picturesque or basically like a, a smoggy slum. Right. Mm-hmm. So the wealth is not evenly distributed. Let me give an example. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of you are, are here in Darrell on your own various business, which uh, is what exactly? Why, why are you in Darrell in Kajani? You're trying to find one of those models that you can actually use. Equipment. <laughs> Dieter is here on a uh, trade mission for someone else. Since you can get pretty much anything here, mm-hmm. this is a very special pickup. Okay. Is this uh, like a very like dusty area, or it's like? Is this like? It's a port city. Okay. It's on the coast, so humid. Yeah, I would put it like. Again, sort of like Nash, Casablanca, and Monaco. Is, is Monaco like, the and, um, Havana, southern France right now? Like, that's not Morocco, which is northern Not Africa. Morocco, which is northern Africa. Mm-hmm. No, it's Monaco, yeah. Monaco, is... And then, like, I would put Havana in there as well, you know what I mean? It's that kind of like... My idea for her is she's kind of like a merchant princess, so she's probably looking for new trade deals. Okay. Which they probably shouldn't have sent her since her presence. Sure, yeah. Maybe they're doing it in sort of a backwards way. Like, <laughs> maybe she'll beat the beat the deals out of them. 
What about Mosi? Mosi. Mosi is here because you can get equipment that you can't get elsewhere. Which sure. You could go down, you know, a certain alleyway in like uh, Watai or whatever, and like pick up whatever you needed, right? Because the police don't really go there <laughs> very often. <clears throat> okay. Loss will not hamper innovation. So that means that a lot of you are not, despite you being from Kajani, like Kajani's a big place with a lot of independent nations working at. So you, you know, like this isn't your place. This is just something you know. It's in your home country, right? So to speak. The rest of you are foreigners, right? Dirty. Uh, clean, I'll have you know. Well groomed. Not, 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 not smoking the reefer. Okay. We're not dirty. So, uh, Dieter, mm-hmm. um, as you are um, sailing in, I mean, not sailing in, flying in, in your uh, your freighter airship, uh, ready to dock into the sort of the, the waves lapping and some smoke rising, uh, the, the sort of picturesque coastal city, at least the picturesque part as you're coming in, <laughs> um, of Darel, um, you, your uh, radio equipment in the cockpit uh, sparks off and uh, is receiving an incoming transmission. Walk over and grab the radio. Give it a quick little, like, burst to let somebody know I'm listening. Hello? Uh, yeah? Is that uh, uh, Dieter, my, my friend? Uh, it's uh, good to see you after so long. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. This is Dieter Sitaschengeld. Yes, yes, I, I know who you are. You do remember me, don't you? Uh, it has been some time. Oh, yes, it was a couple of years ago. It was, uh, just, just before the Great War broke out. Yes, made uh, uh, travelling very difficult. Uh, Anton, you remember? Anton Finsbury? Uh, yes, Anton, I remember you. Now, uh, Anton is a, is a person who runs a, a somewhat small but profitable import-export business here in Darrell. Specifically, his office, his, his shipping company, is in a building in Sweet Hills, which is basically one of the primary districts in the city and is the domain of international traders. That is the picturesque, well-maintained, well-policed part of town. Right. Yes, I, uh, I, I noticed that uh, you were uh, uh, coming in today and... Uh, well, uh, I thought that you know, since we're since we're friends from old times, that uh, perhaps I could uh, bother you with uh, perhaps a favor. Oh yeah, I'm uh, head of schedule, so I will have some free time to help. Very good. Now, uh, I'm afraid that I've had a, a spot of difficulty uh, here. It seems that um, well, uh, earlier this morning, uh, apparently my office was broken into. Oh my. Now, I know that you used to do a little bit of, um, uh, let's say, um, information gathering in your, your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that you might be able to help me with my uh, my little issue. I'm keen not to involve the police, you understand, because... Um, mm. uh, have you ever been to Darrell before? Uh, no, this is my first visit. Well, I, I should let you know that uh, the place is... Uh, uh, incredibly corrupt, especially in terms of the police force. Uh, if I get them in here, who knows how much uh, uh, 
property or, or, or uh, just pure money I'm going to lose in the red tape that ensues and the bribery and so on and so forth. So I need someone I can trust. Mm, better the one-time fee, yeah. That, that yes. makes sense. Now, if you can come down to uh, Fensbury Shipping, you know, down in, and in Sweet Hills, um, you're looking for a two-story building, whitewashed, big, large double doors, painted blue, and you'll see our motto on there and our sign, signage and so on. If you'll come down here as soon as you can, I will be ever so grateful. I will be there as soon as I land. Excellent. Thank you so much, Dieter. I'll see you in a bit, Anton. Let's land these pocket bolts. <laughs> Two hours later. <laughs> so, hit that thing. Uh, we, so we see Dieter's airship uh, slowly making its way down to one of the docks on Sweet Hill, and uh, 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 workers are getting ready to sort of tie the thing down and, and uh, moor it, essentially. Uh, what is uh, Nadia doing in Dariel? Where is she? What is she doing? Well, um, what's the border like between this place and uh, uh, Keshi? Is it like a sea border or uh, uh, would you go by Keshi ship? and Kajani are like two different, basically like continents, essentially. So you would have had to have gone over the sea to get here. So you probably arrived. In the port city, right mm-hmm. now, Kesh is like due east of Kajani. Like mm-hmm. so, here's Kajani and here's Kesh, but there is a sizable portion of water, what they call the the, the Yalkut Sea, that you have to pass to get. So, it's over a sea. There. so uh, is there still sea travel in this place? Yeah, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I imagine she would be uh, docking in a nice luxury liner. Sure, a classic. Um, a uh, luxury liner coming in with its heavy uh, uh, smokestacks uh, comes in and, and gets uh, tied off at one of sort of the larger uh, jetties uh, in uh, uh, near Sweet Hills, and uh, you you uh, you see that the gangplank the well I guess it'd be more more extravagant than a gangplank. What do you call that when it's like a cruise? Yeah, the, the, ramp, the departure ramp uh, falls down, and the uh, the the rich and well-to-do that were also on your liner are all heading down with their parasols and their fine suits. And um, I go to the cargo bay to get my motorcycle out. Okay, uh, there's a, a, a gentleman with grease paint on and some heavy overalls. He takes a look at your uh, credentials and gives you the okay. Uh, rolls up the, uh, the the steel shutters, and sure enough, there's your sleek Art Deco style motorcycle uh, inside waiting for you. Okay, so is there like a separate ramp for that that I can just drive that out? No, it's well the the, the warehouse itself is on ground, so it's like I, I'm presuming you had it flown here. Okay, uh, rather than carrying it in the boat. Okay, yeah, that works too. Yeah. So yeah, I go to get my motorcycle. Okay. See you board. Hell on that it, it, it turns on and pours, uh, purrs, I should say, pours out oil. <laughs> suddenly, a, a massive fire. fire mechanic. Which way is it supposed to be spelled? It's spelled two different ways. It's just a, just a typo. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So you rev it to life and you drive down into Sweet Hills and take uh, 
a good uh, eyeful of the picturesque scenery as you see these sort of um, almost uh, this sort of this kind of Havana-esque kind of um, almost like Latin island vibe with with uh, sections of like sort of um, uh, African symbolism and these sort of big shades of of various sort of colors of blue and everything like that. The place looks like like a paradise. Uh, so, where are you headed, by the way, on your motorcycle? What 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 what, uh, what appointment are you keeping? Or... Uh, I imagine there is some kind of broker in the in the city that handles uh, trade deals and that my family uses. So I'm probably going to his office. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're gonna head. You're heading to the residential district in the, in the north, Bustaniza, uh, and the residents there are invariably wealthy. And your 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 broker lives there and conducts his business out of his, his personal office. Um, okay, uh, Mosi, where are you? Yeah. Probably at either like some open markets trying to like haggle with some fruit so you're in the rose you're in the rosewater district in one of its large open air marketplaces uh, there is a fellow in a sort of a, a long multicolored robe and a sort of a, a head wrapping who's, who's actively arguing with you uh, about about the price oh, a durian I'm going to do four dollar two two and a half three dollar Slaps them on the <laughs> Bam! Hedge our business with you. Curls it up and then hands you. What were you buying? Uh, some sort of like fruit or a durian. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a pretty sizable fruit. It's like, you know, the size of like a little bigger than a pineapple, but yeah. yeah. It could be jackfruit. Please say a durian. It's jackfruit. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Durian is disgusting. That's why I is wanted him to look. Is that like that? Is that? Well, that this is Darrell's yeah. kind of a melting pot anyway. And it's also it's a port city. We can get whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's covered in spines and smells like death. Yeah. Who does. doesn't want one? You are, are making your <laughs> when way when it's opened. As, as you as you you turn and you've got your you've got your fruit, uh, streams of people are making their way past. You smell uh, hookah smoke and. Sort of the the sea air coming in uh, off of the uh, off of the the coast, uh, all manner of sort of smoked meats and, and various sort of tropical fruits and things like that. Uh, the place is almost sort of sensorily overwhelming. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, back to our friend Dieter. So you have docked your airship. And uh, how are you making your way over to uh, the uh, the uh, Fensbury Shipping Company? I' gonna hail a cab. Um, okay. So you hail a cab. Excuse me, cabbie. Uh, could you take me to? What is it? Not Sweetwater. No, yeah, Sweetwater. Sweet, Sweet Hills. hills. Uh, could you take me to the Sweet Hills district? Uh, there's a importer by the name of Anton. Senor, you're, you're in it. Oh, I, are you familiar with uh, Anton? He's an importer, exporter in this district? No, no, no. <sighs> <laughs> Just that moment of like, probably should have wrote that down. 
You have a address? No. Okay. Yeah. What? Uh, what's? Uh, uh, house business? Uh, business? Two yeah. stories? I I look around and as mentioned, this is like a blue painted city. So I'm like, well, there's splashes of blue everywhere, like okay. white stone and you know, like all manner of. I painted blue. Signore, I don't narrow that down. <laughs> it has a, a sign out front. How about we go for a drive? Yeah, okay. Yeah, she ushers you in back and says that it's going to cost a dollar per two miles traveled. We'll see how long this takes. <laughs> going to see a bit of the uh, district. I assume. Okay. So this, the, the cabbie starts the car, uh, drives through the streets as people are oh, moving by with with carts and on bicycles and, and everything like that. You are making your way through uh, what feel like busy and not packed streets. Um, Dieter is kind of going between the right-hand side and left-hand side, kind of trying to look out and spot this building. Okay, well, let's tell you what. a description of, but... Why don't you give me an awareness check? Like Alright, so it's in like three, it's untrained, so five plus. Yes. What are you looking for? One success. One success. Very yes. good. Not bad. Okay. So, um, as you are winding through Sweet Hills, um, you realize that. So you catch. After about, um, after about ten minutes, you realize that you're heading up the same, like slanted street hill, like mm-hmm. for a second time. And you realize, cresting over the corner, you see this um, this building, uh, this sort of whitewashed uh, building with these large double doors that have been painted blue, and on it, in sort of a a, um, a cursive style, a, a fancy sort of calligraphic font, you see written Finsbury Shipping, and you see the motto, anything from anywhere to anywhere. Cabby, this is the spot. Huh? What's that? Uh, up the head, here. Oh! Si, yeah. senor. Drives it. Mm-hmm. Parks the car. <sighs> sort of puts his hand out expectantly. Peel out. You see that the... Um, Probably like the meter. The meter mm-hmm. uh, is actually reading... Um, uh, $500. It's reading $10. <laughs> hmm. For 10 minutes of driving... You drove through the oh. same street a lot. Yeah. I, I'll peel off the 10 and hand it to him and say, keep the change, as if implying, right. but not saying. And then get out and go. Rhymes off. The implication is you charge too much. Settle the belt a little bit. I check the quick draw holster of the pistol, and then just kind of got the sword kind of through a belt. Um... Just kind of readjust everything and straighten up. You see a couple of kids uh, knocking on the door with a, with a soccer ball, making their way down the sidewalk before you make your way up the stairs. And you're knocking on the little mm-hmm. double doors. There. Thump, 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 thump. Takes a few minutes, but it's answered by uh, Anton himself, uh, who you somewhat remember. He's a mm-hmm. thin, neatly dressed man, late forties. Um, he's got this uh, straight gray hair, hazel eyes. And uh, you remember this uh, from the last time you met. He has a obviously 
visible small scar about like an inch long mm-hmm. along his chin vertically, around which his sort of uh, his goatee grows, right? So it's very obvious. Yeah. Um, uh, you see him in what, uh, sort of like a, a casual uh, fedora and a fancy suit. Well, I would say a nice suit, you know. Mm. Clearly, like, tailored. It's clearly like four-figure, three-figure suit, you know what I mean? Um, the, uh, these, uh, come in, please. Yes. Ah, yes, yes. Good to see you. He waves you in. Uh, he looks a little nervous, a little sweaty. Mm. Um, he leads you through this large room, which is filled uh, almost to the brim with these crates and boxes, neatly stacked, but the place is, is, is filling up fast. Uh, he takes you up this short wooden staircase into his office, uh, which has got sort of a, a lazy rotary fan moving around. The place is like mostly sort of um, some organic wood and lacquered uh, floor and so on and so forth. Um, as soon as you enter the room, this acrid smell hits your nose. Hmm. That, if you're not mistaken, is cordite. Mm. Sure enough, um, <laughs> you catch a uh, uh, a rather Where's a rather large-sized safe in mm. one corner of the office, whose door hangs on one hinge, and you can see the interior has been picked clean. You see uh, uh, mm. Anton uh, take a seat behind his his desk and. Put his fedora on, on, on top and sort of gesture towards it. Well, there's my problem. That is uh, quite the problem. That, um, that's all. That looks, uh, at first glance, rather professional. Yes, that's a, that proper explosive work. Yes. Mm. I, I'm going to try to make a demolitions check to see if I can pick up anything before we really get this conversation started. Sure, yeah. I'm actually trained in. Hey! So three and a, what, four higher is good? Good. Two successes on that one. Two successes. Okay. So taking a look at the remains of the... Well, taking a look at the safe. It's still mm-hmm. intact, but the, the, the door is barely hanging on. Um, uh, <coughs> you see that based on the sort of the residue that's still there... Um, the kind of stresses that were done to the safe's door. And, as you're looking very carefully, you see what looks like a a chunk of the remains of a stick of dynamite. Like, just the very, just the very smidgen. But you're able to pick that up and see, ah, so you're looking at, like, what is probably consumer-grade, like, standard-issue TNT. You got lit, placed... Uh, blow the uh, the door of the safe open and the contents were then extracted. Mm. In fact, you've got enough of this piece of TNT that you could with an expert's help maybe identify it as, you know, a particular kind mm. of TNT. Or if it came from yeah. certain areas. Hmm. Uh, well, you may be in luck. And I'll hold it up a little bit. It looks like somebody was using... Uh, Dynamite, TNT, but they were not removing stumps. Oh. Oh, this dear. does not appear to be military grade, so we don't have to worry about it uh, being leftovers from the war, which is good. Yes, yes. 
Listen, uh, Adita, I'll, I'll, I'll be very straight with you. Um, mm. I, I'm, I'm rather worried about the, uh, the, the theft, you understand, because... I can um, tell, yes. Uh, well, that's just very hot. <laughs> you should wash the face. Uh, yes, yes, of it's course, good. I'll do that right away. Um, there was a very important object inside, which mm. is worth a considerable amount to my employers. Ah, yes. I see. Enough that uh, not recovering the object could... Uh, Put you in more than a bit of a bind. Could sink fin- Finsbury in uh, suppliers. Mm. Suppliers. Yes. Completely. Shipping. Whatever the hell my business is called. <laughs> Finsbury ship. Well, if we're dealing with recovery, uh, I alone will not be enough. Yes, that's fair. Yes, you'll need some. Uh, you wouldn't happen to know. Dealing. Yes, anyone either in the city or perhaps uh, foreign mercenaries who maybe uh, mm. owe you a favor or could deal with an import or export. I, I do not know your business as well as you, but <laughs> being more on the uh, trade side of things, merchant. I'll uh, I'll make some phone calls. Uh, I tell you what, I'll, I'll ring some folks up and see if I can get some some people to assist you. In the meantime, why don't you go back? Why don't you go downstairs mm. and uh, talk uh, to my uh, uh, receptionist? No, no, I'm gone for the day. Uh, I I sent her home after I noticed this. Mm. whole business uh, she actually excuse me she actually hadn't been in for quite a while mm. uh, she'd been a little ill and so uh, the likelihood of her being responsible for this is, is very slim indeed um, no uh, you go down and talk to my uh, warehouse woman essentially uh, uh, Nandy uh, she's she's the forewoman of, of the warehouse uh, and uh, she should be able to help you uh, the details about uh, uh, who came in and when. In fact, she was the one who noticed the theft in the first place. She usually comes in much earlier than I do in order to get the day started, you understand. She called me rather quickly when I came by and saw the uh, result. Uh, yes, now I'll, I'll uh, make those calls if you'll excuse me. Of course. Head downstairs. So, <laughs> uh, Whatever your name is. Nadia. Uh, sorry, Nadia. So, so Nadia, you uh, are at the home of your uh, your broker friend uh, in uh, Bustaniza. Uh, it's a it's a it's a almost a mansion like place. The, this this district is entirely the playground of the wealthy. Um, there's a very nice uh, park. Um, uh, Sharati Park in the center of the district that you pass by with all these decorative lakes and shrubberies and copses. It looks rather rather picturesque. Um, you pass by that and you head to your broker's home and he meets you at the door. Ah, Nadia, what can I do for you? Well, you know how it is. The folks send me down here to see what you got for me. <laughs> yes, 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 of course. Come in, please. Yes. You'll be wanting any refreshments? Mm, not just yet. Of course, of course. Suddenly, you hear what sounds like a, a, a bell ringing uh, in the in the distance, on like the second floor or so. 
Uh, will you excuse me for a moment? Of course. You see him uh, walk up the stairs and at an adjacent table pick up the uh, headset of a rotary phone. Hello? <laughs> Anton, how are you, my friend? Uh-huh. I see. Well, I, uh... You see him actually look back down over the balcony towards you. Actually, I might have someone in mind. Uh, yes, uh, I'll, uh, I'll call you back. Yeah. He makes his way back down the stairs. So, my friend, I have uh, perhaps uh, more interesting uh, business for you. Eh? Oh, I'd like to hear about that. I know nothing would please you more than to sit here in the lobby of my home and uh, and uh, bark and bark all day about trade deals and negotiations and such. But I have something more interesting for you. Go to see my friend, Mr. Fensbury. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, he has been the, uh, the victim of a theft recently. And he is in need of some people to shake some trees and perhaps... Uh, 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 result in uh, some some coconuts falling, which may contain answers. Well, I am good at shaking trees. That is what I thought. I, I thought that perhaps you would be uh, appropriate for this. Okay. And uh, where can I meet this friend of yours? He has a, a shipping company you'll find in Sweet Hills. Uh, mm-hmm. Big place, blue doors, uh, ostentatious writing on front. You can miss it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how it is. You find the contracts, work out the details, and I just sign them. So Sure. Uh, usually these contracts do not involve perhaps you shaking trees vigorously, you understand. Yeah, you find me something to please the parents while I do this other business. Oh, no, no problem. Yes, 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 yes. They will be very pleased. Okay. But something, something very profitable but very dull. Yeah. Right, right. Well, adieu, my friend. Be off. Good evening. And so you just leave. There's a there's a small uh, the, the the docent at the door uh, walks you through and, and and out towards your motorcycle. Um, you see him as he waves you back. He goes back up the stairs and picks up his his, his phone again. So Mosi, are you still in the open air market in Rosewater? If you need me to, I'm probably back. In either like a shack, wherever I'm doing my own work, it's easier for you. You are in the back room of a a small tavern in Rosewater that you regularly rent out to use as a kind of makeshift workshop. Um, you hear uh, what sounds like uh, some kind of argument going on, something about. Um, Swing music being better than folk music or something. There's some kind of really intense argument going on. Uh, and more than a few uh, musical terms are being slurred, so you know it's uh, serious business. Um, you hear the, uh, the, the wire mesh door separating your workshop from the, from the bar proper. You hear it rattle. Yes, 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 I'm coming, coming. Uh, you open up and you see uh, that uh, uh, Taji, the, uh, the bartender, uh, with his sort of uh, his, his dirty apron and his uh, bald, um, 
What's the name of the guy from from Punch Out? Uh, oh, Bull? Soda Popinski oh, yeah. looking head, <laughs> ball over the big mustache, and um, uh, greets you at at the door. Um, There's a phone call for you. Go over, pick it up. Pick her in the bar, pick it up. Yeah, yes, yeah, hello. Mosi. Ah, you're uh, Mosi Okpara, uh, is that right? Correct. Yes, yes. Uh, I am uh, calling on behalf of Mr. Anton Fensbury. He is in need of uh, someone with your expertise, perhaps, and uh, I was thinking that uh, if you are not uh, busy at this current hour, perhaps you could meet Mr. Fensbury at Fensbury Shipping, and uh, we would provide uh, compensation for you. I look at like what would be my checkbook and realize I'm like behind your wallet. Rent. He just like <laughs> the moth flies out. <laughs> yes, yes. Excellent. Uh, and he gives you the address. And uh, you can't miss it. It's in Sweet Hills. Uh, I would be very pleased if you would do so. I'll, I'll, I'll write down and don't worry. I'll be up the. I'll, I'm going to get your rent. Soon. Taji is just looking at you with like these dead eyes. <laughs> I've ordered that before. I'm getting it right now. You can slap board all you want. Unless I see money under hand, I'm I'm throwing away all of this stuff, this junk, all of the things, the sheet metal, the little the the, the little things, the washers. If you're gonna throw them out, at least try to like get them for money. You know, just no. Oh, garbage, immediately. No money for you, no money for me. You understand how that works? Soon. Soon, soon, you're a balloon. Walk out. Okay. (laughs) Dieter, uh, you are downstairs. Um, You see that in this sort of like, in the sort of warehouse section, um, you see that there is a, um, a tall, statuesque Kajani woman. Um, messy auburn hair, large brown eyes, kind of a roundish nose, wearing um, some what they call hard-wearing clothing, like very clearly, so thick overalls and like shirts. Mm-hmm. All work here. Uh, with uh, a clear hip flask of something sort of poking out <laughs> yes. one of the uh, one of the pockets. She is actively lighting a cigarette and sees you approaching and gives you a what is a friendly smile. And she gestures and takes a drag. Are you uh, Nandi? Yes, how can I help you? I am um, uh, your boss. Anton sent me down here to uh, ask questions about uh, going ons today. <clears throat> yes, yes, the, the robot. Excuse me? The robbery. Yes, yes. <clears throat> I... The simple question is, who all came here today? <sighs> today, I came in here early to unlock the place and make sure uh, uh, we're ship shape for today. I discovered as I was going upstairs to unlock uh, Mr. Fensbury's office that... The, uh, the safe was um, broken into, and um, I called him, and then he came right away. Those were the only people who are in today. Now, what is more important, I think, is that there are only three people who knew 
Put those in there and save. I'm not covered. I'm not perfect. Who would those people be? Myself? Mm, yeah. Uh, Mr. Fensbury, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Nadesh. Nadesh Bell. He is uh, <clears throat> Mr. Fensbury's accountant. That's why you have the sidecar. Ah. To keep it up. <laughs> So he would be aware of the danger this item would pose to the uh, the shipping company if it were to go missing. That I am uh, not sure of. Uh, mm. I know that he would have seen it and uh, known as I do that it is quite valuable. Mm. Uh, you wouldn't happen to know where he lives. Ah, yes. She mm. puts the... Uh, the cigarette end pulls out a scrap of paper and takes a bit of charcoal and hands it to you. Give it a quick, like, once over just to make sure I can read it. I haven't seen I haven't seen him today, so hmm. I would expect you to go there. Uh, that would make sense, yes. Um. Hmm. You hear a knocking at the, the double doors. Cool, 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 cool. Excuse me a minute. Of course. Open the doors. The two of you standing outside, kind of awkwardly because you've arrived at roughly the same time. <laughs> Can I help you? You're for business? Yeah. So am I. Uh, I was told to see an Anton. Come in. She waves you in, and uh, she actually gestures for you to follow her. Um, and she makes her way back over to you, do you? Is, uh, with you? Huh? Uh, I believe they are now. Mousy. Mousy. Shakes your hand. And Dieter. Not yet. She just kind of sleeps here. Kind of like look down at my <laughs> hand to make sure it's not dirty or something and then look back. It might I be see. dirty now. I mean, it could be. Yeah, I don't know. Is it? Maybe it might. It's, it's your it's your call. I, I, I might. I, I always see myself as being like dusty. Okay, I, I wasn't sure if this was like dust or like, like uh, petrol Schroeder? engine or engine grease. <laughs> like or... what? Like pig pen? Yes, pig yeah. pen. Yeah. Sorry, there you go. Schroeder's the piano guy. Because <laughs> I always figure like I, I'm like that kind of like dusty, like thin thin clothes that kind of like. Round hat, always having like goggles on me, and spend a lot of time sandblasting things. As the lot of you are exchanging pleasantries and, and, and introductions, you see coming down the uh, wooden staircase. Anton himself is coming down, heading towards you. Oh, Anton! I believe the uh, people you called are here. Oh, lovely! They've already arrived. Excellent. Um, well, uh, to catch you chaps up to speed. Um, there has been a bit of a theft in my office, and it's of a very valuable uh, piece uh, of, of, of equipment. And it's not equipment per se, it's more like an artifact, you understand. I was supposed to send it on to Queensport in Haldora today, but apparently someone broke up in here, presumably during the night, and has taken it. Now, I've gathered you all here, and my, my old friend Dieter, uh, to try to figure out who took it, and, and if possible, get it back as, as soon as, as, as can be able. Um, 
I, I don't want to involve the police, you understand. Uh, corrupt is, is all business. And um, I'm willing to pay each of you $500 for the successful return of the piece. In fact, I'll give you $100 straight away right now to make sure that you uh, take this job with all haste. Sounds fair. Nandi, I assume you have uh, filled them in with all the details? Um, no, sir. Uh, we're just, I was just talking to uh, uh, Dieter mm, yes. here. They don't know everything. Oh, that's quite all right, Dandy. If you'll, uh, if you'll go back to work, I'll take care of things here. And she kind of gives him a look, cigarette in her mouth, <laughs> and, and, and strolls away. And now, then, uh, the, um, the item you're looking for is a, is a rather well-machined brass globe. Now, this, uh, this globe uh, here, um, I'm afraid I can't tell you too much about it. Uh, essentially, it is a uh, a small, uh, I say small, uh, a, a rather small representation of, of Neris, of the, the whole planet, in a, in a very great detail. Uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a curio, but uh, it's uh, worth rather a lot of money, and my employers uh, desperately need it back. Uh, not that they know that it's missing, mind you. And if we do our job, they will never. Oh, yes, of course, very good. Yeah. Uh, now, this uh, piece is, is worth quite a lot. And I suspect that... Well, and he looks back over uh, towards Nandy as she's walking away. Nandy is practically my right-hand man, woman. Uh, she, If she's responsible for this, then I don't think I know any person... Rightly well, you understand. I, I wouldn't put my my uh, uh, sense of suspicion on her right away. Now, uh, our friend... Uh, Nadesh? Yes, Mr. Bellow, mm. my accountant. Now, I don't know the man all that well personally. Mm. I've had dealings with him regularly, of course, as part of running of the business. But um, I understand that he's been uh, a little bit rough. Lately, not violent, mind you. Just uh, seems to be having a bit of a time. Mm. I have seen the last few occasions I've seen him. He's looked a little dishevelled, short-tempered. No, no. But I could have sworn I, I smelled gin or whiskey or some such. Mm. Uh, I think perhaps he's heavily drinking, heavily medicating. Perhaps for what reason I don't know. Frankly, I'm concerned that he's uh, unable to uh, uh, facilitate his duties anymore. But I haven't seen him today, nor yesterday, for that matter. He seems like a uh, good place to start. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I, did you get uh, his address? I have it in the, yes. the office. Oh, yeah, Nandy gave it to us. Now, I understand also that um, from some conversation I had with Nandy about a week prior, concerned about Mr. Bella, uh, that he, uh, he likes to... Uh, uh, have a drink now and then, which I think is more often now than then. <laughs> uh, in a place called the the Drowned Rat. I wouldn't I wouldn't patronise it, mind you. But uh, apparently, it's quite a popular place for uh, in the Waitai district. Now, is it expensive? Is it because it's solid, or is it machined? Is there gears? What? What makes it so valuable? Is it detailed? Well, frankly, I don't know terribly much about it. Uh, it is incredibly detailed. 
for a miniature representation of the whole planet. Uh, it is a remarkable piece of craftsmanship. And there's very little in, in, in terms of uh, what you might call uh, joints or separation points and everything. It, it looks, and I, I know that it's not, but it looks quite a bit like a full piece that was almost carved out of brass, in a way, like a sculpture. It's a, it's a remarkable uh, yeah. piece. Uh, working with curves is always difficult for machines in that. Yes, 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 indeed. Mm. Well, I have been able to examine the safe. It has been detonated with TNT, consumer grade, so we are not dealing with old military hangovers, perhaps, which is good news. However, uh, we may need to find a local expert to figure out anything more about this uh, explosive series. Well, I don't mind giving a second look. Of course. Hand you the little piece I found over. Especially if you are local, perhaps you may know where to go from here. Sometimes I've had to cure, cure my own bit of mining supplies. Do you mean mining supplies or mining supplies? Both. <laughs> That's three successes. Three successes? Look out. Okay, very good. So you know that there are at least three traders in the Rosewater District, where you were earlier buying, buying fruit, that... Um, would conceivably carry this kind of sort of repurposed mining equipment. This, you've, you've got some leads. This seems like some of the materials are found in Rosewater. There's about three shops. Oh, Rosewater. Yes, yes. We can buy just about anything. Hmm. Good to know. Sort of a bazaar, you understand. It's a big place with lots uh, of yeah, yeah. open-air markets and so on. So maybe if we had some details about who we might think of bought it, we might uh, be able to get some more leads. Perhaps we go there after we find Nadesh. Or perhaps we don't find it. Seems reasonable. Excellent. Well, uh, uh, good luck, checks, and... Uh, I hope you'll return rather soon with the artifact. I would certainly put a, a great deal of stress away from my mind. Now, if you'll excuse me, I, I do have the rest of the company to run. At this right, money first, right? Oh, yeah, yes, yes, of course. You see him open up his jacket pocket and distribute $100 to each of you. Nice. Now, remember, there's another 400 in it for each one of you, if you can get that back very, very soon. Of course. I told him it would be soon. <laughs> Do you have a man you need to see about your money? Oh, he'll get it. Do that. I find it is often best to uh, pay your debts as quickly as possible. Oh, Dita. Pulls yep. out a, a small business card. Uh, there's the number of, uh, of the, the company, the building. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should you need to get in contact with me again? The uh, telephone, yes? Yes. Thank you. Uh, we'll be in contact with you when we have any sort of information. Excellent. And you see him, so he gives you a little brief wave and makes his way back up the wooden staircase back to his office. Okay. Start kind of meandering towards the front door. So, if we are going after this man first, Nadesh, 
I suppose we start with this home. If no one is there, we go for a drink. Sounds reasonable. Sounds good. Very well. I suppose we shall uh, need to hail a cab of some sort. Yeah, you do that. I shall. I hop out my motorcycle. I can carry one more. Good for me. I can I can point you the way. <laughs> Very well. Okay, so you get the car, <laughs> and the two of you, you get in the sidecar with the goggles. Great. It's a beautiful image. Uh, goggles on and also gas masks around the neck. Okay. okay. Oh, around the neck. Okay. So the lot of you are here prepared for, for a trench warfare. So you, you, the lot of you are heading towards uh, Nadesh's uh, residence. Residence? Yeah, cool. the, yeah, the address I have in my hand. Sure. Follows the cabbie. Get inside the, the cab, it peels off, and you, uh, after about five minutes, you actually, uh, you uh, make it to the uh, to, to Bella's apartment uh, in a surprisingly run-down apartment block toward the dock area. I'll throw just five bucks at the driver. You know, the, the taxis are going to rip them off. Kajani's not known for its uh, fair... Fair yeah, fares. like yeah, do you think I always bring my own vehicle when I come to this place? You have to haggle everything, everything. <laughs> As you're approaching this this apartment block, you can see that the the plaster work on the exterior is flaking and has dulled over time with age. Um, as you make your way into the lobby area, the walls inside clearly need new paint. Um, mm. It's just it's surprising that even in Sweet Hills, like this place looks. Looks a little run down. Little this is kind of a shithole. Sure, we're in the right place. I'm not sure what you're used to, but yes, we're in the right place. A couple of people in sort of uh, uh, various garb pass you by, and they all have the kind of look of people who are very careful not to get involved in other people's business. <laughs> As you make your way up to the second floor and approach. Uh, the number that you were given for Totobello's apartment, you see that the uh, the door is ajar. Immediately, like, hand to pistol, not drawing it yet. Sure. But, uh, it seems we are not the first here. Right. And, and I kick the door open. Well, it's already open. Are you yeah. further open? Yeah. 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 Okay. Knock it off its hinges. <clears throat> the, the door swings open and slams against the, 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 the inner wall. You see that as you're doing so, you notice that the lock on the door has already been broken. Um, You see inside that the apartment has been tossed over. Drawers are left hanging open, papers strewn across the floor, and it looks like, um, given the the state of the place, that it was probably done rather recently, because nothing seems to have been like... Things that have been poured over, whatever liquids haven't haven't, uh, dried up, Mm -hmm. you know, these are obviously like... Fresh, um, fresh monkeying being done. Wonder what he was ransacked for. If he's not a part of their plan, as complicitly. Um, Does it, is it just for the keys? Or? It would seem somebody it. else has an interest in in him, this, mm. in him, or maybe the object. Well, let's just make sure we are not alone here. And gonna. Head in a direction, just search the rest of the place. You make your way through the apartment, which is a relatively small affair. You go Mm -hmm. into sort of the the living slash kitchen area. 
you take a look under under the sort of the bar counter. You make your way over to the left towards the bedroom door, and staring at you straight in the face is a piece of paper onto which a, uh, some kind of crude message has been scrawled, and a knife pinning it to the mm-hmm. bedroom door. Yank the knife out. Mm-hmm. Read the paper over. You owe us, Bello. We'll be back. You owe us, Bello. We'll be back. Hmm. Mm. Maybe it has nothing to do with this then. I suggest we uh, check out the watering hole. That's what makes sense. Let's make sure there's nothing else here to find. Okay, we'll search the place. Awareness checks. Alright, uh, Nat gives you plus two dice in that? Yep, mm-hmm. Nat gives you another two dice, yeah. On top of what you would be getting for your stat. I got the dice, but can you get it? Please go further. And again, depending on your training and awareness, your your success range is bigger or smaller. No successes. Three successes. Hey, nice. two. Okay, so between the two of you, Mosey and Nadia, um, you realize that uh, Mosey, with your eye for sort of engineering detail, like the, sort of the mechanics of everything, you realize that this damage, uh, the, this this chaos done inside here, the damage, the ripped up uh, uh, upholstery and the turned over. Um, pieces of furniture, the drawers left hanging open. This was clearly malicious and not methodical. It looks like, this looks like someone was trying to send a message rather than to find Search something, something specific. Oh, the valuables are kind of like still here. A lot of stuff that you would see ransacked. Well, unfortunately, you don't see much in the way of valuables. Yeah, it's clearly like, that he wasn't, he wasn't mm-hmm. living very, very highly, but... The place, just the haphazard nature of it, looks like it's damage done. Not it looks like searching. Yes, looks like just pure maliciousness, rather than like systematic. Is it in here? Is it in here? Is it in here? Mm-hmm. Um, you notice, Nadia, that um, along the floor, actually, there's one jutting out of uh, an overturned chair. Uh, you pick up what looks like a matchbook, and this matchbook has. Uh, a, um, what looks like a sort of a fishbowl symbol on it with um, the head of what looks like a mouse or a rat sticking out with its mouth agape and it says the the uh, the drowned rat and gives a small address on the back hmm. either of you know this place uh, yeah that's the uh, that's the bar exactly yeah. uh, and the dish would be now we have an address. That makes it a lot easier to find. Definitely seems they were sending a message. They want their money. Also, Nadia, because of your three successes, you hear what sounds like footsteps coming down the hall towards Bella's apartment. Oh, shit. There's somebody coming. I, like, hand back to gun. I, like, jump to the other side of a bed or something. I jump out beside the door and draw a sword. Okay. (laughs) You hear what sounds like rough voices speaking in a foreign language. What you know, if you want to make a linguistics check, what you know is... (laughs) See if you can identify it. Oh, that's... I guess that is one success. One success? 
you can't quite pinpoint it, but that is a that's a language of um, uh, that's a Kajani language. Like that's some local language. Uh, you hear men and women talking, um, and you hear the distinct sound. A lot of you of what sounds like a uh, the hammer on a revolver being pulled back. Are there any like windows? we can pop out of? There's a relatively small sort of double-paned window with dusty sort of uh, panes of glass inside. I'm gonna head over and just open that real quick. See see how far of a drop we're looking at. If open there's... it up. You look down. That's probably ten feet. Not bad, but would prefer something nicer. Sure. I... Kind of quick glance at the two or at the two of you. See you out front, and slip out the window if you can. Whee! Yeah. Are you going to jump out? Or are you going to climb down? Like, how are you going to do this? Climb out. Okay. So that would that would be an athletics. Come on, three dice. Things I probably totally should have trained. It's only a four foot drop if you hang yourself That's from the true. window. If you hang yourself, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. You're dead. Two successes. Two successes. Okay. So. You uh, climb out of the window. It's a little cramped, and you you are sort of trying to find little chips and handholds in what is really just a sort of a flat, kind of dull stone uh, stone wall. Um, and um, you make it down about five feet, and then lose your footing and fall down. It's a little bit of pain in your ankle, but otherwise you're okay. Then head out front and just. Lean against the wall, smoke, and wait for them to pop out. Good plan. <laughs> At that same time, you hear, uh, you see, like, so are you like, like up against the the, the doorway or? Oh uh, yeah, I'm like right next to the door frame, and I got my back against it. Okay, so like using the door as a shield, or on the opposite side I'm of the door, so you can see the door. Yeah, so okay. you're here. The door is swung open, and here's the right there. So looking out that way, you don't see anything. You hear it coming from over there, back where the, the staircase was. And you hear talking right next to you, like these people are going to come through that doorway any minute now. What do you want to do? I'm wanting to ready an attack. Okay. Uh, not so much an attack is just like the first guy that puts his head through the door just kind of put the sword to his clothesline with the sword. Oh, I see. So threaten him in a threaten. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not murder. Threaten. Very physically. Threaten murder. There you go. <laughs> okay. So, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to... I'm gonna you got a matter of seconds. I'm going to grab the knife. Oh, no. I, I, oh, you I, grabbed it? I took that out oh. of the door and then grabbed the note. Yeah, you'll have to find me out front to get that knife. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll duck in cover and, and, and get my pistol. Behind the bed? Yeah. yeah. Which will provide you soft cover. Now what that means is that when you do a defense roll, you've got 1d6 extra. Cool. Nice. That makes sense? Yep. Yeah, there it is. All right, so... This um, sort of burly-looking character 
with a light revolver in his hand. What is clearly what looks like a knife in a small sheath at his at his waist comes barreling inside um, the the Bellows apartment with the gun drawn. He feels the cold blade at his neck, and then, without almost without thinking, spins and fires at you. Oh, jeez. So, he is going to make a firearms check, and you're going to make a reflexes check. But if the sword's there, wouldn't it be versus for melee? Because you said it would be versus their melee, right? Because he's in, uh... He's, like, engaged? Engaged range. Technically, yes. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, we're working out it. the weirdness. That is better for me. Yeah. So, so you'll roll, and you'll your number of successes is the number he's going to be. Right. Uh, looks promising. Two no. successes. Two successes. Yeah. Two. Out of six dice, two successes. Two successes. Okay. So he will below average for trained, but not by much. Because it should be about half, but mm. it should okay. be a little less than half. So, he spins, fires reactively, it goes off, deafens you a little bit because the shot's so close, but it it sticks in the back wall, clearly uh, breaking up some drywall, Um, and he realizes that he's missed and is basically at your mercy. So it's gone from ha-ha to ho-ho-ho. Yes, to ho-ho-ho. Merry Christmas. Does that look uniformed like a a cop? Now we need to roll pernished. Okay. Alright, how do we do that? So what that does is you do roll your physique and it's as trained. Correct. Yes, which means four to six is success. And you tell me what that number is. One success. Three successes. So uh, Mosi got one success and Nadia got three successes. Dieter got one, but probably won't be going in. Sure. And our friends... Oh, two successes. Okay, so Nadia, you're going first. And I'm like, okay, I was willing to talk, buddy, but you're going to find out why mine's bigger than yours. So you're going to attack? Yeah. With your sword? Okay. Okay. I'm going to, like, wheel it back to get a good chop in. There we go, there three go. successes. Yeah, three successes. Here's your average. That's at least one. Over by two? Maybe? Yeah, you definitely. Yeah, you beat that. So you're going to roll damage? Okay, so for melee weapons, since I got a four physique, it's a plus two to damage. Four divided by three rounded up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So basically, it's either a plus one or a plus two. Yep. Because so you have to get four to get a plus two. Nine damage. Nine damage. Okay. That's what he's saying right now. Nine. <laughs> so, you uh, sort of pull back on your blade. There's a quick cut to the throat, and you see him. It's like stagger backwards. You uh, catch out of the corner of your eye that he falls back against the the opposing wall, right in the hallway. And then you uh, instantly hear what looks like you know like shouts, um, and you hear guns being cocked, and 
uh, gunfire starts, you know, firing into the uh, the doorway. <laughs> okay. Uh, and speaking of that gunfire, um, uh, please roll reflexes. All right. As my second action, though. Oh, that's right. You've got another action. Yeah, go ahead. Could I dive for cover? Yes, of course you can. Yeah, so that's so that's your secondary action, diving for cover. So you manage to take uh, some cover behind, um, like uh, some some sort of overturned furniture. That's going to give you plus one d six when you're defending. So if you roll with your reflexes, plus one d six. Tell me how many successes you got. Uh, two. Two successes. Okay. So they're trying to be two successes. Did you add your one d six? Shot goes wide, uh, breaks off a piece of wood for an overturned sort of side table uh, nearby. Uh, A bullet comes heading your way. If you will roll reflexes, again, plus 1d6 because of your cover. How many successes? So that's three successes. Three successes? Okay. (laughs) They're all sixes. Nice. So the shot, he goes... And you can see a sort of a burst of stuffing and feathers as the <laughs> bullet goes through and hits the wall. Uh, now it is Mosi's turn. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll come up, aim, it is like over the yeah on the bed and just like fire the pistol. Is aim plus one d six? Yeah, that's your secondary action. That would give you a plus one d six. Does that remove you from cover? Technically, yes. Okay. So that's three successes. Balance fighters. I'm getting a lot of sixes on my my special die. I mean, they are your dice. That's a five, not a six. So how many successes you get? Three. No. No contest. So, um, so you're rolling damage. That's ten. Woof. So you see one of did you see this this female thug with a with a bandana over over her face uh, pop out almost like lethal enforcers get the video game style <laughs> pop out and try to shoot you. You peg her in like the throat. She, you know, she's instantly killed. Mm. Yeah. She slumps into the uh, the the hallway uh, and drags a bloody smear on the wall. Dieter, <laughs> so you're outside. You're having a cigarette. Roll to resist cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There, there is no way to resist. Nadia, you're back up. You can try, but the so you've just seen Mosi peg one of them and clearly inca- incapacitates them, if not kill them. Um, how's the one I hit with the sword looking? Uh, he has got, he's got a hand clutched to his throat. He's trying to make his way, sort of, he's making his way away from the doorway with his gun still out, trying to, like, get away, get some cover, do anything. Okay. Um. So you'd have to move into the, the hallway to meet him if you wanted to strike him with a melee. <laughs> but there's nobody else that I could possibly shoot at. I mean, you, if you leaned over the other side and like took a pot shot, yeah, absolutely, you could shoot at the other two. 
Alright. Um, no, I'm gonna... You go. got a clear shot at the guy you just cut. I mean, obviously. Because he's like... Since the door is that way and you were against that side, you're looking over at him like, Oh, he's right there. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you know, and he's already Bang. on the defensive. Right. But the other two, you could just leap, like pop out and... Okay, so there's three... Or you could put your hand around and do like a line fire. Yeah, three left. So it looks like three. there's three left, including one that had his throat cut. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna charge the guy that has his throat cut. Okay, all right. Nice. So that's your primary attack. Kick him off your saber. The target is within ten plus wall. your physique yards, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, move and attack, and you get one d six on top of that. Nice. So you get five. Oh, you seven. Yeah, seven. You have to beat a one. <laughs> yeah, two. I believe in you. I actually got two, yeah. Okay, there we go. So roll for damage. So that's your swords damage plus your plus two from the physique. Right. Is extra successes add damage? Or no. It's just... Got it. Twelve damage. Well, woof. Hmm. So you rush forward with your blade, ah, and you pin this guy to the wall, essentially. It goes through sort of his, um, his what looks like a lung, this general area, goes through and sort of pins him towards the, uh, the, the, the back wall, almost like, uh, almost in a pattern with his, his other fellow thug, who is now slumped on the floor dead. <laughs> Unfortunately, you now realize that your sword is now stuck in the wall, and there are two people on the opposite side with their guns drawn, ready to shoot you. You'll be fine. Speaking of which, they're going to shoot at you. I still have it, another action. You have a secondary action, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, yeah, because it gets you the move, too, to charge. That's the good thing about charge, is that you can move as well as part of the action. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can be like, oh shit, die for cover. Or draw your pistol and prepare to fight. Um, yeah, I'll leave my sword stuck in the guy. Okay. Into the ball, and I'll die for cover. So die back into the room or something? <laughs> yeah, and, and I got a quick draw holster, so I'll draw him again. Sure, yeah, okay. So you see this, and you're like, nope. nope. <laughs> Jump back into the room and pull your gun out. Okay, so now, because you're inside the room and they're back in the hallway, if they try to shoot at you, you've got hard cover, so that's 2d6. Um, okay, so now um, the two thugs you hear shouting after you, get her! Um, and you see um, one of them, uh, you hear the discharge of a weapon, and actually they're trying to shoot through the relatively thin wall at you. Um, so uh, they're going to fire uh, the light revolver. Um, let's see. So if you will roll reflexes. Plus two. Plus two D six, yeah. And tell me how many successes you got. Three? Three. Three. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> they Yeah, I was like at that point. <laughs> They're only rolling two D six, so there's no nope. way. Um, good, good, good. So they you hear a firing noise and you hear what sounds like behind, basically behind your ear like a thumb. But it looks like the bullet doesn't actually penetrate the wall. Um, the other thug actually rushes up and uh, tries to make it sort of like, not quite do a SWAT turn, but sort of like flop over on the other side, on the opposite side of the doorway from the hallway, and like fire inward. 
So you don't benefit from cover on this one, but uh, you can roll your reflexes and determine the difficulty. So that's two, two difficulty. Two, two successes necessary. Okay, let's see. I have a chance. Nope. Nope, no go. All right. The, uh, he sort of thuds against the, the wall and fires, goes wide. Uh, you, you see what looks like a sconce or something. Like the glass shatters behind you. Uh, Mosi, you're actually up next. You've got a you've got a pretty decent shot at this guy who is on the opposite side of the doorway and it's like stuck his arm out a little bit. I'll aim again and shoot. So that's a four, four. That's three. Yeah, you've you've handily beat him. So roll for damage. You're not rolling well today. Well, I don't think it's that they're rolling well enough. It's that we're rolling okay. Like, we're getting three successes. <laughs> so that's six, ten. All right. So you fire. Um, your aim's a little wide. So you end up firing towards sort of where the, the wall hits the doorway, sort of the, mm-hmm. the threshold. Um, and you hear what sounds like a... <coughs> And you realize that the shot that you've made has gone through the wall and struck him in probably the chest area, center mass area. You hear what sounds like a heavy thud. Dieter? You still enjoying that cigarette? Yep. Just kinda like You're hearing gunshots in the yeah. I think I'm running against We've got you surrounded. And I'm like, yeah, because Dieter's on the front. <laughs> Tap it against the building, kind of looking up. Nadia, you're back up. So the guy, from your perspective, you just saw that guy take a bullet basically in the chest and then fall backwards dead. Mm-hmm. So you realize that there's one guy, now that you're, he's like around the corner of the threshold in the hallway. Is talking the free action? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready to give up? We do got you surrounded. There's a moment of like sort of tense silence. And you hear what sounds like very methodical footsteps backing up away from the doorframe. What are they even here for? The, the, coming the, back the, for their you nets? You hear what sounds like an, uh, the uncocking and then running <laughs> away downstairs. Well, Plus one, Dieter. <laughs> well, I'm going to get my sword. <laughs> <laughs> so I go out there. Put my gun, foot on the guy's chest and pull it out. Give me, a, give me an athletics check, please. Actually, because it, it, it's give me a to break ribs. Brawn would it be on this one? Oh, well, like brawn. Yeah. Trying to pull that out. So, so yeah. because not only is it stuck in the guy, it's also stuck in the wall behind him. Mm. Mm. Well, let's see how that break, break the rib, break the Ooh. ribs, the foot. Uh, two successes. You only needed one. So, <laughs> and he slumps to the ground. A little bit of blood trickling out of his mouth. Kind of flick the blood off of it and cheese it. Holster my gun. Well, that was fun. Uh, I, I, I go to the window, look down, like, yeah, I'm getting a little flashbacks from the war. Uh, uh, Woo! All right, all right, now breathe. Yeah, all right. Let's let's go find Nidor. Yeah. Careful, uh, he's. They're running down the stairs. I'm like, 
yelling out the window. I mean, I went around to the front, oh, so that might be front. might be a bit of a yell. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were yelled out the window. No, no, no. I, I went around f- to the front of the building, so if anybody runs out, it's you like, do see a rough-looking figure with like a speckle of blood across his his cheek, with his arm in his jacket, like rushing down the street outside of the the apartment block, and just booking it. Yeah. As soon as I get out there, I I look right at you and go, "Did you get the one that got away? Did you want me to stop these people?" Crap, they probably could have told us something. Uh, I mean, we can still chase after them, they're running. It's just a loan shark. Presumably. You hear the telltale sound of police sirens. We should just leave. Mm-hmm. We should leave now. Indeed. Well, uh, how about a drink after a rousing brawl? Right. <laughs> there is a cigarette after we... Sounds good. Okay, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna stop there because mm-hmm. I haven't eaten yet. Oh yeah, uh, it's quite food. a while. So. <laughs> the food is ready. I can get to. Well, I would like to eat it. <laughs> I can't tell. I do like the mechanics of the system, and there's there's something about like a truly cosmopolitan area without this world stereotypes imposed upon it that right. really feels kind of freeing when it comes to like doing impersonations right I'm, yeah. I'm picking up like since it sounds like a, such a cosmopolitan country for Lithuania I'm like just kind of that rolling European yeah a little bit of everything thrown mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. gets to be kind of a fun accent to try out yeah the the nations are specifically kind of they're kind of patterned after certain countries to a broad extent but like it's such a mixing pot of because the the world is literally not our earth like there's just so much yeah. that you can like just fiddle with to bake mm-hmm. to make it's a little of this and a little of that but and there's you know, like their origins or like most of this book like which is like 80 something pages where most of this book is like here's the history of the world and the nations and all the stuff like that. so like if you wanted to get into it like there's a whole timeline and everything there's um, a lot to get specifically this this one starter adventure that's available it looks like the um the system like never really took off, and so it's you know, just one of those things that people aren't really using. Um, was specifically in a place where like none of that, none of all that stuff really matters right now because mm-hmm. you're in this cosmopolitan Casablanca esque sort of place. Mm-hmm. It was a, it's interesting. It's a it's kind of like it's adjacent to Mini Six and thing and D Six in a way that like it's slightly different, but it feels mm-hmm. familiar, right? Um, and I wanted to play it because of the diesel punk setting, and also because I heard that um, I saw an article about um, uh, I saw an article about uh, a uh, thank you a um, what was the property? That's right. Um, uh, the, there's going to be a new Zorro game, oh. and. It's, it's going to be developed by Gallant Knight Games, who are responsible for this like, oh, tiny yeah. D6 games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they apparently now have the license to do a new version of the West End Games D6 system. And so their Zorro game is like their first version of this D6 second edition kind of thing. And what they're planning on doing is taking the kinks of the West End Games old like a Star Wars D6 system and like mm-hmm. sanding it down and like making it streamlined so I'm excited to see what they do I'm interested to see like how they tackle those challenges mm-hmm. 
combat was fun. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. They keep it kind of light and straightforward. Despite like the roll versus roll, it still went yeah. quick. Yeah. That's because you know the numbers are the numbers aren't high. You're just looking like oh, my three beats are two, and like that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. I've, I've always felt that with the D6 system, like the number of successes is a lot better than like adding the D6s together. To sure. Get, yeah. Yeah. That math. Oh. The moment you're rolling like four D6, it's probably taking too long to tally it up. So yeah, successes always feels a little bit better. Yeah. Gets rid of some of the granularity, but that's can, that can be a good thing. Don't worry about it. I've always, and it, it's always been easy for me to find that that quick sight of finding out how many successes you've had. It, it's a lot simpler. Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh Jesus! I appreciated the way that it handled the the skill system, and that it was a really lightweight, and that it was like it just expands your success range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. And still feels like there's plenty of things you can get as like a reward or build up as time goes on. It's going to be, I mean, comparatively less when you compare it to something like the Call of Cthulhu system where you have thousands of points you could potentially gain, but... You won't live that long. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you will be able to enjoy your character as is. I... Uh, I'd be curious, what's their rate of gaining, like, character points? Is it per adventure, per session? <coughs> Do you know? Because yeah, I'm wondering what the profession would actually be like. Off you... the top of my head, I don't, but I know, I, yeah. I glanced at the page, I know. I'd imagine it Which... would be somewhat slowish with the costs on things. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could see one or two points per adventure would probably feel all right. It, it wouldn't, because there's not very much to... It's gain another skill, Expand master on. a skill, or boost those primaries. But yeah, that's they they you get experience at the end of the adventure, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. You get two points for completing the adventure, um, and then from there you might get extra XP for completing it with style, uh, role playing your character well, defeating a major adversary, solving a difficult puzzle, or learning something new. And that's per adventure. Nice. You know that's got a good pace to it. And you could earn one or two Moxie points at the end of your session, depending on... Or at the end of an adventure, excuse me. Mm. As an additional reward, depending on, you know... Other factors. Other factors, yeah. No need. It's got a good feel to it. I like it. It's lightweight enough with still enough crunch to be enjoyable. It gives you just a little bit of that extra in combat. That's nice. 